come to bring them from the land of the north and gather them from the farthest parts of the earth, among them the blind and the lame, those with child and those in labor, together. A great company they shall return here. With weeping they shall come, and with consolations I will lead them back. I will let them walk by brooks of water in a straight path in which they shall not stumble. For I have become a father to Israel, and Ephraim is my firstborn. Hear the word of the Lord of nations, and declare it in the coastlands far away. Say, He who scattered Israel will gather him, and will keep him as a shepherd of flock. For the Lord has ransomed Jacob, and has redeemed him from hands too strong for him. They shall come and sing aloud on the height of Zion, and they shall be radiant over the goodness of the Lord, over the grain, the wine, and the oil, and over the young of the flock and the herd. Their life shall become like a watered garden, and they shall never languish again. Then shall the young women rejoice in the dance, and the young men and the old shall be married. I will turn their mourning into joy. I will comfort them and give them gladness for sorrow. I will give the priests their fill of fatness, and my people shall be satisfied with my bounty, says the Lord. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church.
told him in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophets. And you, Bethlehem, the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people. My parents secretly called, then parents secretly called for the wise men, and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word, so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out. And there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising, till it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. Entering the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned and agreed not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. The Gospel of the Lord.
response to the refugee crisis has been hopeful and life-restoring in many parts of the world. The Black Lives Matter movement has gained momentum. Muslims, Christians, and Jews are finding ways to work together towards peace and mutual respect. In the Episcopal Church, we celebrated our first female society bishop and welcomed in our first African-American society bishop. And for better or worse, we watched all of this happen on Facebook, whose billionaire founder recently pledged to use 99% of his wealth to help solve the world's problems. All of this is relevant as we reflect on the past year and look toward a new year. But today, I want to invite us to stop the swirl of current events from hijacking all the space in our heads and hearts. I want to take a moment to commune with the Magi, the three wise astronomers who took a leap of faith and went in search of the Christ child, not because they heard about his birth on Facebook and saw that it had 300,000 likes and decided to hop on a bandwagon, but because they looked at the sky and saw a bright star and understood and started to walk. We are told that they came from three different parts of the known world, representing the three races of humanity as understood in their time. Their only information came from stars and prophecies. They had no GPS to guide their path. They simply followed a star and a hunch and something mysteriously compelling that spoke to them of what God was up to in the world. We don't know a whole lot about the Magi. We don't even know if they were real or figments of early Christian folklore. And if we take a few minutes to think about their story, we realize that it is ridiculous that three wise men from all over the world, none of whom were Jewish, looked up and noticed a bright star and set off with gold, frankincense, and myrrh to find a baby Messiah who had been promised by a Jewish prophet. But perhaps their unlikely search for Christ and the extravagant gifts that they bestowed upon a baby in a barn and their courage in keeping Jesus' whereabouts a secret from Herod speak to us. Maybe we want our faith to be that strong. Maybe we want to give that generously. Maybe we see the Magi not engage in Herod's plan, and we want to have the courage to not engage in the destructive powers of our world. Maybe we want to be able to find deep within us the ability to discover Christ in a world that so desperately needs Christ. Maybe we simply need a long walk across a quiet desert with nothing to attract our attention from the heavens, and nothing to distract us from our primary goal, but the needs to sleep and eat and tend to our family. Maybe we need to know that we are each simply part of God's plan, part of what God is up to in this frenetic world, part of what God was up to when Jesus came to be born among us. We are three days into a new year, 
a year that holds new news, good and bad, celebratory and tragic. History might be made. Big things might happen. We might spend too much time looking at screens, and we might allow too much of our head and heart space to be taken up by meaningless distractions. If we haven't already, we might lose our ability to get anywhere without GPS. And we might fail at half of our New Year's resolutions. But maybe we will also see and find Christ all over again. Epiphany. The day that we observe the arrival of the Magi in Bethlehem is three days away. <clears throat> Between now and then, I want to find a way to journey with the Magi. And I invite you to do the same, in your own way. Will we fast from screen? Spend more time stargazing? Or intentionally seek the light in those around us? Will we meditate? Go for long, quiet walks, or visit a camp. Will we foil the plans of those who seek to destroy others? Will we treat everyone that we meet as if they could be the Messiah, knowing Jesus is being born in each and every heart? Will we offer up the gold of our hearts, with prayers rising like frankincense? Will we see the world around us as the wounded body of in need of the healing love that God can offer through us. Perhaps it's true that we didn't start the fire. Perhaps the fire has been burning since this world has been turning. Perhaps we didn't light it, but we can fight it. In the legacy of the Magi, we can fight it with a great leap of faith, a long and patient journey, the generosity of spirit, the curiosity of stargazers. We can fight it by putting one foot in front of the other toward a baby in a manger who changed everything and continues to infuse this world with grace, healing, divine love. Did you hear how the Magi were overwhelmed with joy? Maybe we can fight the fires of this world by simply being overwhelmed by joy. A joy that renders powerless anything that pulls us from the love of God and one another. May we have the space this year to cultivate that joy, to seek God, and to journey more confidently toward the light of Christ. Amen.
celebrate with joy the birth of the Christ child. Let us offer prayers to God, who gives new birth to sons and daughters everywhere. In thanksgiving for the birth of Jesus, let us pray to the Lord. In thanksgiving for our families and friends, for those with us and those far away, and for those who have gone on before us, remembering especially Janet Bunbury and Shirley Gordon, Aunt Sam Harriet Bridges, David Watson, husband of Barbara Holland, the Preston Smith family on the death of their baby, and Carol Rand, friend of Ellie Morris. Are there others? Let us pray to the Lord.
this coming Saturday. It's very late, I know, to celebrate Christmas. We're still in Christmas time. Um, I, I was talking to somebody recently who says that Christmas time goes all the way up to February 2nd. In any case, we're having the Lessons and Carol service this Saturday, this coming Saturday, at 5 o'clock. All the choirs will be sharing a Christmas story with lessons, traditional lessons, as done in Queen's College, Cambridge. Following the service is dinner. Listening to music makes us hungry, so we need to eat afterwards. And this year, the youth group and parents are um, serving you with a positive dinner. And we hope you can join us if you can sign up by the end of tomorrow, so we know how many people we can expect. There's a sign-up in the back of the church, or you can sign up online. We hope you will be there. Looking forward to it. Thank you. 
mighty power of the Holy Spirit, was made perfect man in the flesh of the Virgin Mary, his mother, so that he might be delivered from the bondage of sin and receive power to become her children. Therefore, we pray to you, joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn, proclaim the glory of your name.
by his incarnation gathered into one things earthly and heavenly, fill you with his joy and peace. The blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen.